Hello and welcome to Penalty on the Podcaster, the weekly NFL predicting podcast. This week, predicting week 8 of the 2022 NFL season. Um, Before we start, a few messages. Uh, This message is from our sponsor, Souls Auto Parts. Need to get from point A to point B, but your vehicle is missing more pieces than the Seahawks offensive line? Uh, Look no further than Souls Auto Parts. If you need parts for your vehicle, Souls is the way to go. You can call them, email them, or visit them in person. The information will be in the description of this episode. Uh, Reference my podcast, Penalty on the Podcaster, for a 10% discount on the auto parts you need. Second message, um, this is not gambling advice. It's a prediction podcast, but it is not gambling advice. I really mean that. And I cannot and will not accept any responsibility for money that was lost if it was gambled on things said in this podcast. Here's how it's going to work if I have any new listeners. Um, I'm going to look at last week's slate of games, share my thoughts on each game. Then I'm going to look at this week's slate of games and... Give predictions on score and outcome, personal predictions. Um, I'll talk about key injuries. Yeah, and I said personal predictions. That means predictions for individual players or like offenses and defenses. Um, yeah, I'll also go over key injuries and I'll tell you which teams are on by. So... Let's start with review from last week. Thursday night football. This might have been the first good Thursday night football since week two. That's insane. Um, Cardinals over Saints to still keep a sub 500 record. Um, and, uh, yeah. I'm a Rams fan. Cardinals are NFC West, and I'm kind of happy about this, really. Um, So, DeAndre Hopkins is back, and they, I mean, like, they won with DeAndre Hopkins back, but, you know, still sub-500. But, I mean, the Cardinals can turn it around. Saints, um, yeah, Andy Dalton threw a pick six. Jameis isn't playing, which is kind of bad for them. Andy Dalton's not the guy. Browns at Ravens. Um, The outcome was easy to predict. I never knew it would be this close. I mean, it's the Ravens. They have just an amazing secondary. And, you know, Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews. And yet, you know, is a three-point win. But a win's a win. Uh, Buccaneers at Panthers. I mean, the Panthers, 21-3. With the Buccaneers. Um, wow. I mean, the Buccaneers are sub-500. They do not look like contenders at all. Falcons at Bengals. I mean, the Falcons are doing way better than 
I would have ever expected. Uh, yeah, Marcus Mariota apparently is better just because of his ability to escape the pressure better than Matt Ryan. Um, Drake London and Kyle Pitts have been doing okay. But the Bengals, you know, they started off real rough. And here they are. Um, you know, just Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, like, they just, like, amazing receiver quarterback chemistry. And the receivers on the Bengals are just great. You know, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, too. You know, that was expected. Cowboys at Lions. You know, nothing of this wasn't expected. Um, you know, just utter destruction. Yeah. Michael Parsons is a beast. Uh, Giants at Jaguars. I mean, this one came down to one yard line. A tackle on the one yard line. Final play of the game. Uh, I remember not actually watching the game live. I was somewhere else. Um, just looking at the live score on my phone and I'm like, like they have just a few seconds left and they're, it's, and they're like so close to getting that game time touchdown and getting the game winning extra point. And they just stopped them, which is just phenomenal play there. Glad I watched that after. Colts at Titans. Um, expected. I mean, just the Titans winning against the Colts. Um, Packers at Commanders. I mean, the Packers have lost to some really bad quarterbacks. I mean, that was Taylor Heineke with the Commanders, and the Packers do not look like contenders at all. Jets at Broncos. I mean, the Jets are in such great shape. They 100% look like they're a contender. Um, Texans at Raiders. I mean, totally expected. You know, Raiders win. Seahawks at Chargers, I mean, kind of unexpected, but the Seahawks are, you know, they're doing pretty well this season, even with, you know, Geno Smith. And, you know, defense came up big for the Seahawks. Chiefs at 49ers, I mean, yeah. Super Bowl 54 apparently wasn't a fluke. I mean, just destruction. From the Chiefs. And as a Rams fan, this makes me so, 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 so happy. I just love when the Niners lose as a Rams fan. Um, yeah. It's just, yeah, I mean, wow, the 49ers are sub 500 now. And that's a shocker. I mean, they're looking. It looks pretty great, and now they're sub-500. I mean, so. You know, as a Rams fan, that makes me happy. Uh, Steelers at Dolphins, I mean, to be expected. Any team with Tyreek Hill is going to be great. Um, they just won. And Bears at Patriots, I mean... This one was a shocker. I mean, you'd think the Patriots would dominate, you know. Like, hey, Mac Jones is back. Nope, 
they're putting Bailey Zappi back in, and I totally applaud that move. Bailey Zappi, at least for now, looking so much better than Mac Jones, who's eat Mac Jones in his second year after a phenomenal rookie season, and you know, just Bailey Zappi's he just looks better. I mean, I liked watching Bailey Zappi in the bowl game he played. It was really fun to watch. So, um, I really like Bailey Zappi. So I'm glad he's getting some playing time. And the teams that were on by Bills, Rams, Vikings, Eagles. Um, also, I forgot to mention this at the start of the episode. Sorry if last episode was a bit subpar. I mean, um, I was actually out of town. I was in Virginia. So it was a bit hard to deliver a good uh, episode and on time just I had gotten back from Williamsburg pretty late, so sorry about that. Um, I also had a hassle with, like, I overran my time limits, and I had to do some stuff, so sorry about that. Now, getting on to the predictions here. Um, Thursday Night Football looks like it's going to be another good run. Ravens at Buccaneers. I mean, there is a long, 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 long injury report. Mostly questionable. Marlon Humphrey for the Ravens, questionable. And that is big. He has a hamstring thing. Gus Edwards' knee, uh, also questionable. Mark Andrews with a knee injury, too. Also questionable, um, Marlon Humphrey did participate in practice fully. Gus Edwards limited participation, and Mark Andrews did not participate in practice. Marcus Peters with a quad injury is questionable. Uh, full participation in practice. So, looks like the Ravens might get their corners which is good for them and good for me as someone who does not like the Buccaneers or Tom Brady. Um, also, Calais Campbell uh, is sick, did not participate in practice, and has been ruled out with an illness. Um, so those are a few of the important ones. Also, Rashad Bateman, too. Foot injury did not participate in practice is questionable. Injury report for the Buccaneers. Julio Jones with a knee injury limited in practice and is questionable. Mike Evans um, was limited in in practice. Um, His status and injury... um, are not available to me right now. And Antoine Winfield Jr. has been concussed. Um, 
did not participate in practice and is out for the game. Those are a few of the high-profile injuries. Um, the Ravens are definitely a more injured team, but Marlon Humphrey and um, Marcus Peters uh, have participated fully in practice, so they might be able to play against the Buccaneers, and they're just some amazing corners. Uh, and, you know, with Lamar Jackson running the offense, I mean, that's pretty good. Um, and DuVernay is playing, of course. So, you know, you got to think. And the Buccaneers have just been doing poorly. And, like, that's it. They They just haven't looked like... Contenders, they're coming off a hard loss. Um, I'm sure the Ravens can win this. I think Lamar Jackson throws at least one touchdown and rushes for another. Um, I think... uh, I think one of the corners for the Ravens, that's Marcus Peters or Marlon Humphrey... Uh, I think uh, the corners will get one interception, one shared interception. Like, not shared, but one of them will get at least one interception in this game. Uh, yeah. I think Tom Brady will throw two interceptions, but also throw uh, a touchdown. Uh, and I think Leonard Fournette will rush for at least one touchdown. But I'm thinking Ravens 31-17 for this game. Yeah, Ravens 31-17. Of course, the Buccaneers defense is really good, but the Ravens offense is also really good. Lamar Jackson. Um... Broncos at Jaguars. Uh, this is going to be bad. Uh, yeah, no injuries there. Oh, this is going to be a bad, bad, bad game. I mean, it's the Broncos. What do you expect? I think Trevor Lawrence is going to throw at least one touchdown. Um... Yeah. Um. I. Yeah, I do think Trevor Lawrence is going to throw at least one touchdown. Uh, okay, sorry for that. Um, having battery problems with my computer, got it plugged in. So I think for Broncos and. Jaguars, uh, Trevor Lawrence throws at least one touchdown. Um, of course, the Jaguars did just trade away uh, James Robinson. Um, but they still have Travis Etienne Jr. Uh, to rush for them, and I think he'll rush for at least one touchdown. I think Russell Wilson throws at least two interceptions because it's 2022 Russell Wilson. 
And just talking about that trade, I feel like that's something I want to bring up. Like, I was thinking, even if Russell Wilson is good, that would be a bad trade. Because I don't think, because back then, uh, I didn't, I still didn't think he was like Super Bowl caliber. And I knew he was in his decline. And I thought like, they gave up way too much for this. And now they just got like the worst, one of the worst trades in recent memory. I mean, they got the worst Russell Wilson. He's done nothing this season. So I think he'll throw two picks, but he's done nothing good. I mean, just missing the wide open receivers, losing games for his team, you know, messing up those RPOs where he should have run the football, where he should have handed it off, and but he throws it. And there's a ton of stuff about this. There's some stuff on YouTube. Just look it up, like Russell Wilson, and you'll get some pretty cool stuff there. Um, but, like, ah, like, run the ball. Richard Sherman was right. Run the ball. Uh, just he's been doing so poorly. There's nothing the Broncos can do to overcome this. And also, like, you're asking to lose when you pair up Russell Wilson. And, of course, the Broncos didn't know this was what Russell Wilson was going to turn out to be like. Um, so, a little bit of slack for them. Like, pairing up a declining Russell Wilson, he was already in his decline, with Nathaniel Hackett, maybe the worst head coach in the NFL. You know what? I think that's it. The Broncos are just bad at hiring personnel. That's why they hired Nathaniel Hackett. That's why they traded for Russell Wilson. Because, of course, it's going to be the same team if they're keeping Nathaniel Hackett. They're the only team with bad enough managing to do that. Oh, wow, I just thought of that. Anyway, Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson are just a disaster waiting to happen. Uh, as long as the Broncos stick with Russell Wilson, they won't even come close to contending, and they never will actually contend unless they fire Nathaniel Hackett, get rid of Russell Wilson. This team is just bad. Um... Uh, they're just bad. They should be do more to rebuild other than hire old, washed-up former stars who are absolutely in their declines. So, I was going to predict it. Um, 21-17 Jaguars. Sure. Uh, Panthers at Falcons. I mean... The Falcons have been the surprise story. Um, uh, yeah, they've been doing pretty well. The Panthers, Baker Mayfield? Like, I mean, that could be worse than Russell Wilson. 
Um, but, you know, they fired Matt Rule. Um, this is a bad se season for them. They're in a rebuild. Oh, and they just got rid of CMC. Sure, get get rid of your best player. Also, Baker Mayfield benched. Um, yeah, he was doing very poorly. I think it's PJ Walker starting, but um, no injuries on either side. But they traded away CMC, which was he was like the third best running back in the league, like top three, no doubt about it. Um. Behind Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor, but CMC, like, was their best player. And, like, I get a rebuild, but, you know, I think you have to start from somewhere. And CMC was the only, you know, reliable veteran Carolina had to, you know, build an offense around. I mean, and he could have been the cornerstone for good offense if people, like, if they got a good GM and if said good GM would, um, you know, find the right people to compliment Christian McCaffrey and, you know, really build it around Christian McCaffrey. They often do it around quarterbacks, you know, but Christian McCaffrey is just that good. And, like, you got to start from somewhere and no, they won't be starting an offense around Baker Mayfield. That already failed. I think, like, I don't want to start any conspiracy theories. And I really wouldn't be starting it. But I don't want to, you know, promote conspiracy theories. But there's this little part of me. That's saying, my God, the Carolina Panthers are actually tanking. And of course they've denied it. Of course they've denied it. No team admits to tanking. But, um, like, there's this little part of me that thinks, no way, this is a logical move. Um, like, what logic, by what logic do you trade away your best player in a rebuild. I get it, fire sale. But, I mean, he was, at the very least, this was, I would consider this a bad move because, like, you know, yeah. You, Carolina has been called a fire sale. You know, they are going to rebuild. But I think they should have started with, um, a veteran that their offense can be based around, and that was Christian McCaffrey. He was the best player on their team, but they traded him away. Like, maybe they're tanking, but anyway, that's kind of nonsensical tanking if they are, because, like, I mean, like, I guess you could get start a rebuild off of a number one overall pick, but it's just more secure, I would think, to... To, you know, start a rebuild around a veteran top three running back. And if that doesn't work out, then you trade him. Still, they got a good amount of draft compensation. But, 
You know, I just think it was a bad move unless they're tanking. That concludes my thought on the Carolina Panthers side of Christian McCaffrey. Um, also, the Falcons, um, you know, they've been pretty good. In this game, I predict uh, Marcus Mariota throwing two touchdowns and running for at least one. Throwing at least two touchdowns. And I predict uh, AJ Terrell getting at least one interception. And I predict Kyle Pitts getting one touchdown and at least. And um, Drake London getting at least one touchdown. For the Panthers, not much. Um, they're just bad. Uh, Atlanta would be my prediction. 35-21. Bears at Cowboys. I mean, the Bears... Reach deep into that magic hat. Uh, I think it's going to run out against the Cowboys. You know, Micah Parsons is going to sack a jet. He's going to sack Justin Fields at least twice. And the rest of that Cowboys defensive line, the rest of that front seven is just so, so vicious. Such a good front seven. I think that the Cowboys in all, like all the Cowboys combined, will get at least like seven sacks. I think Justin Fields is going to throw at least two interceptions and Trayvon Diggs will catch at least one interception. Um... Yeah, it's just, the Bears really aren't that good. And their injury list, Dak Prescott is back. I predict him throwing at least one touchdown and Ezekiel Elliott rushing for at least one touchdown. Um, For the Bears, not much on offense. I think Robert Quinn at least one sack, though. Um... Cowboys, uh, 38, Bears, 14. I mean, I don't see this being close at all. Like, how could it be close? The Cowboys are doing pretty well, and they just got their starting quarterback back. And, I mean, the Bears are doing better than expected, but it's not. They're, the expectations are really low, and... um. Yeah, that's just not ideal. It's not a great season for the Bears. Um, Dolphins at Lions. I think Tyreek Hill is going to catch at least one touchdown. No injuries. I think two is going to throw at least two touchdowns and throw for at least 200 yards. Um... The Lions, I don't think they'll be able to get anything going at all. It's just, you know, the nature of it. Um, so I think the Dolphins are going to win 24-17.
Cardinals at Vikings. I mean, the Cardinals, you know, they were looking pretty bad. But, you know, they got DeAndre Hopkins back. They were able to beat the Saints. I think Kyler Murray um, throws at least one, at least two touchdowns, rushes for at least another. Dalvin Cook rushes for at least one touchdown. Um, J.J. Watt gets one sack, at least one sack. Uh, Justin Jefferson catches at least one touchdown. And uh, Kirk Cousins throws at least one touchdown. You know, Justin Jefferson, what a talent. Um, you know, two great receivers, DeAndre Hopkins, you know, G-Hop, and Justin Jefferson, so, um, you know, you gotta think, there's something to think about, but I think it's gonna be the Cardinals 24-21, but there is definitely, um, a way for the Vikings to win. The Vikings can absolutely win this, you know. They're only lost being to the undefeated Eagles, which is absurd. But I think, like, the Cardinals with DeAndre Hopkins back it are just going to be too much. But this has really actually gotten me thinking. Um... Because it could really go either way, but I think it's just going to be the Cardinals. And then Raiders at Saints. Um, I mean, like, I mean, this could be a good game. Um, no injuries on either side. Andy Dalton was bad, but there's Jameis Winston now. I think Jameis Winston throws at least two touchdowns. Um, Alvin Kamara rushes for at least one touchdown and catches another. One of the best receiving running backs. Um, I think David, uh, Derek Carr throws at least Two touchdowns on the Raiders, and I think Hunter Renfro catches at least one touchdown, and um, Devontae Adams catches at least one touchdown, and Josh Jacobs rushes for at least one touchdown. Um, and I think Chandler Jones, either Chandler Jones or Max Crosby is going to get at least one sack. Uh, maybe both. Get at least one sack. I mean, the Raiders are, you know, they're having a bad season, even though it looks like they should be having a good one. But hopefully they could turn this around. Uh so, so weird this season. Like, the teams you'd expect to do bad, like the Giants, are good. 
and the Jets, the teams you'd expect to be good, like the Raiders, I mean, they got Devontae Adams, are really bad now. It's the weirdest thing. And so I think it's going to be Raiders 35-21. Patriots at Jets, I mean, this might be where the Patriots regain their stride. Bailey Zappi will probably start. But, um, it's the, the Jets have been doing so, so well this year. Um, you know, with Sauce Gardner, um, their running back got injured. Brees Hall got injured, and that was looking like, oh no, what are they going to do? Well, what are, what are they going to do? Well, they just traded for James Robinson. I mean, what a move. That could save their season, and they did it so quickly. When Brees Hall comes back, they'll be two, they'll have two starter quality running backs. I mean, you know, when Brees, you know, it looked like, oh, this could be the end to their season. But no, they just fully trade for James Robinson. And, you know, this could save their season from, you know, being a bad season. I think Matthew Judon gets at least one sack, though. I think James Robinson throws. I think James Robinson rushes for at least one touchdown. I think um, the Jets secondary gets at least one interception. And I think Zach Wilson throws at least one touchdown. I think Bailey Zappi throws at least two touchdowns, though. I mean, you know, the Patriots seem to have found their stride of Bailey Zappi. Um, but, you know, coming off a tough loss to the Bears, of course, with Mac Jones starting some of it. Um, but the Jets, you know, they are on a hot streak. And they just seem to know how to win. This season. So I'm going to go with the Jets. Um, 27-24. And then Steelers at Eagles. Um, uh, just random fun fact. Um, in the 40s, the Steelers and Eagles merged. And they became the Steagles. Just saying, I really like learning these fun facts. But so Steelers, Eagles, two and five Steelers, six and zero Eagles. Eagles coming off of their um off of their bye week, no injuries reported for either team, and you know it's just the Eagles that know how to win. I mean, they've just been doing so well. I think Jalen Hurts throws at least two touchdowns. And, um, yeah, I think Jalen Hurts throws at least two touchdowns. And, um, A.J. Brown catches at least one of those touchdowns. I mean, this has been a great season for the Eagles, they've just been doing well. 
um, might add a little sugar to the saltiest fan base in football. Um, they, they're just doing so well. The defense, I think Darius Slay gets at least one interception. I think Najee Harris gets at least one touchdown on the ground. Um, and, you know, TJ Watt is back. No injuries were reported, so TJ Watt, at least one sack. But I just think the Eagles are going to continue winning. I think they're going to improve to 7-0. and Um... You know, last game they played, they beat the Cowboys, and it was spectacular. So I think they're going to improve to 7-0 and um, this game. 27-14. to Eagles. Uh, Titans at Texans. Uh, just the Titans. I don't have much to say about this one. It's just going to... Just saying, going to be the Titans. Um, it is, I think it's going to be the Titans 28-7. to Commanders at Colts. Um, um, Matt Ryan is benched. Sam Ellinger. He's back. At, he's starting. Um, if you haven't watched it, I recommend looking on YouTube for uh, Sam Ellinger's, you know, Sugar Bowl post game. We're back. Um, it's just so funny. I personally can watch it a thousand times. I think Jonathan Taylor, well, is Jonathan Taylor playing? Yeah, he is. He's not on the injury report. I think Jonathan Taylor, at least one touchdown. Uh, Shaquille Leonard, at least one sack. Um, Really, it's just like the Matt Ryan trade was, wasn't good, but at least they didn't give up. A significant amount of draft capital. Also, Carson Wentz playing his team that traded him. And, you know, I mean, the Colts only gave up a third-round pick for Matt Ryan, which is pretty good. Like, like he's bad, but they don't didn't put that much draft capital in into him. I think Carson Wentz throws at least two interceptions and fumbles at least once because he's Carson Wentz. What were the commanders thinking? Um, yeah. So, you know, on the topic of the commanders, I heard Dan Snyder might be forced out of the league. That would be good for everyone. No matter what team you're a fan of, Dan Snyder's got to go. And if he goes, it's going to be great. So I think Colts 28 to 14. 49ers at Rams. I'm a big Rams fan. But, I mean, it's been a regression from 2021. Absolutely. They, they lost some key pieces. But 
you know, I think they could write the ship, but this won't be the game. I mean, the 49ers might be a sub-500 team, but they just know how to beat the Rams. Um, you know, the Rams, at least they won the NFC Championship and then the Super Bowl. Um, but the Niners just know how to beat the Rams. And, you know, that offensive line that can block Aaron Donald is just, yeah, they can block Aaron Donald. I think that's all that needs to be said about the offensive line for the 49ers. It's like if your offensive line can block Aaron Donald, then it's a good offensive line. If it can consistently block Aaron Donald. Um, who just, who very recently reached his 100th sack in his career. And even though he's an interior lineman, he did it faster than anyone else, faster than Lawrence Taylor, Bruce Smith, or Reggie White. So, yeah, congrats to him. Stafford has been struggling, and I do think he'll throw two interceptions this game. As painful as it is for me to say, I think he'll throw at least two interceptions in this game. And I think the 49ers will win. Um, Yeah. I mean, I think D-Boy Samuel catches at least one touchdown. I think Brandon Ike catches at least one touchdown. Um, The Rams' running game is bad. Oh, also, the 49ers traded for Christian McCaffrey. I think he'll rush for at least one touchdown. Um, Yeah, they gave up a good amount of capital to get him. And I think the worst thing and, like, the most possible bad situation for the 49ers following this trade is Christian McCaffrey is injury prone. And if he gets injured, that is a problem for the 49ers who just gave up so much to get him. Um, but I think he'll rush for at least one touchdown in this game. I think Cooper Cup will catch at least one touchdown, and Tyler Higby will catch at least one touchdown. Um, you know, I just said that the 49ers O-line is really good, but I do think Aaron Donald will get at least one sack in this game. That just being the nature of Aaron Donald. Um, and I think... Jalen Ramsey will get at least one interception, or the Rams will get at least one interception. Um, aside from that, you know, 49ers 24-14 to against the Rams. And for the fi- 49ers fans listening, if there are any 49ers fans listening, yes, I'm going to say it now. We won when it counted. On with the next prediction. 6-1 and one Giants at 4-3 and three Seahawks. And I've heard that the Seahawks could cool off the Giants' hot streak. Um, and while it is a possibility, I just don't think so. The Giants have been doing really, really well. I mean, like, really well. They've been one of the best teams in the league, and one of the surprise ones, Daniel Jones is so good. One of the surprise QBs uh, 
this season. Like, really a surprise. Neither team is injured. Geno Smith has also been a surprise quarterback, but here it goes with the predictions. Um, I think uh, Daniel Jones will throw at least two touchdowns. Um, I think Saquon Barkley will rush for at least one touchdown. I think on the Seahawks, um, Geno Smith throws at least two touchdowns. And Tyler Lockett catches at least one touchdown. And DK Metcalf catches at least one touchdown. Um, and I think Kenneth Walker the third rushes for at least one touchdown. Um, you know, I just think the Giants, the Giants know how to win. And I think they will win. Um, I think it's going to be high scoring. Somewhere like 42 to 38 Giants. Packers at Bills. The Packers have not looked like a contender at all. The Bills, on the other hand, absolutely have. You know, I think Josh Allen throws at least two touchdowns. Um, Just getting right into it. Josh Allen throws at least two touchdowns. Gabe Davis catches at least one. Stephon Diggs catches at least one. Josh Allen rushes for at least one touchdown. Um, Vaughn Miller, at least one plus sack. Um, with the Packers, Aaron Rodgers, at least two interceptions. Oh, also with the Bills, Tredavious White, at least one interception. Uh, Aaron Rodgers gets shut down in this game, I think. The whole Packers team gets shut down. The offense gets shut down. The defense gets run over. I mean, and this is going to be on national television. It's just the Bills are so good. I think it will be, um, 31 to 14 Bills. No injuries reported. Ahead of this game also. And Sunday night foot Monday night football. Um Bengals at Browns. Um, I think Joe Burrow throws at least two touchdowns. I think Jamar Chase catches at least one. And T. Higgins catches at least one. I think Sam Hubbard gets at least one sack. I think Joe Mixon rushes for at least one touchdown. And um I think for the Browns, uh Nick Chubb rushes for at least one touchdown. And the Bengals win. Kitty goes meow. 21-14. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Penalty on the Podcaster. Uh, If you would like to email me um, for sponsorship or other things, uh, my email will be in the description. Um, Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't, make sure to subscribe or follow whatever your listening platform calls it. So, you'll hear more of me next week.